the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. Welcome back in. Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black talking money, investing, and more. Joining me now is he's typical to do on Thursdays. Chris Siaccia, tech editor for thestreet.com. How are you, Mr. Siaccia? Good, Rob. How are you doing today? Doing well, kind of cruising towards the holidays and watching the, the year end, which is always fun on Wall Street. Um, the Yahoo story has to be one of the, the biggest stories of December so far in the world of tech. Uh, bring us up to speed on what you know and what you think is happening. So just to get you know listeners up to speed on what's going on, Yahoo originally said that they were going to spin out their 15% stake in Alibaba, which is worth about... $30 billion, and this caused, you know, Yahoo's share price rise, you know, for much of 2014. Uh, but 2015 has been a little bit of a different story, as there's been con- some, some concerns about whether the company could actually do that, and uh, if there would be a big tax bill for uh, Yahoo, and as well as the spinoff. Yahoo was insistent that it could do this. Finally, uh, there were a number of reports that Yahoo's board held a meeting to discuss whether they could actually do this, and they wound up deciding not to do it. And, in fact, they're going to try to spin out uh, Yahoo, their stake in Yahoo Japan, which is worth about $10 billion, as well as the core business, which is seemingly valued at nothing right now by the market in an effort to, to boost the share price. So we'll see what happens with that. But Yahoo said that that process could take you know, at least a year or more. So Yahoo shareholders right now are kind of in limbo. What's going to happen, in your opinion, Marissa Mayer? Is she there in six months, or is her time winding down? I think she gets at least another six months. Maybe she gets a, you know the full year for this um, you know this spinoff to happen. But what happens with the business itself is is anybody's guess. You know, I, I think that you know we could see you know the sale uh, a sale of the core business happen. You, you know to to a company like a Verizon, Verizon CEO has already come out, or their CEO and CFO have already come out and said, you know, they could potentially bid on it. You know, maybe another media company like the New York Times looks at it, or maybe somebody like an AT&T looks at it. Um, uh, I think that Marissa's had a really difficult time turning the core business around. We haven't really seen the results. You know, revenue's kind of been flat. Earnings and cash flow are not particularly great, nothing to write home about. So, you know, Yahoo's been this big company in Silicon Valley, but, you know, I, I just don't think that there's anybody that really can, can turn this around, especially in the public markets where drastic, drastic changes need to be done. As of July 2013, there there's a point where 
things did kind of turn around for Yahoo. They became the most trafficked online property, beating out Google and Microsoft and Facebook and AOL. Uh, what do you think? Is is it just inherently? It seems like Yahoo does have some things going for it, but it seems like it just can't get that traction or it can't get the leverage into earnings. Um, it's not it's not toxic. It's not like child you know porn or something like that. It's it doesn't turn people off. A lot of people go to their sites. What's wrong with them? You're absolutely right. I mean, they still have you know over a billion users, but the problem for Yahoo is that. Advertising, which is one of the two big ways that they make money, is increasingly going over to mobile devices, and that's where Yahoo badly lags. They lag behind Google or Alphabet, whatever you want to call them. They lag behind Facebook, and they even lag behind you know Twitter to some extent. Uh, so those three companies are, are taking Yahoo's you know quote unquote lunch, and uh, you know Yahoo's kind of left with the scraps. They still have a nice desktop business, but advertisers are increasingly putting money towards mobile devices, you know, and that's smartphones, tablets, um, and, you know, things like that. And Yahoo really does not have this big, you know, mobile business. Marissa's kind of, you know, tried to focus on that. And, uh, you know, they've, they have this group called Mavens, which is this made-up acronym, um, which stands for Mobile, Video, Native, and, and Search. Um and, you know, those numbers are up 50% year over year, but it's not really growth. It's just shifting, you know, revenue from one end to the other. So Yahoo really hasn't grown the top line. They don't have a big mobile offering, and they can't really compete with Facebook and Google. Uh, so that's really kind of where Yahoo's at. They they have all this traffic, but they don't know how to actually really generate revenue from it. You've got a little bit of work that you're putting together on Tesla, a company called Faraday, Faraday um, setting up a, an auto plant there. We haven't heard of them yet, have we? No, Faraday's kind of been like this stealth uh, electric vehicle maker. You know, they've hired some people from Tesla. They're backed by a Chinese company. They actually used to be the old... Uh, uh, an, an older company that was bought out in Silicon Valley... And it's kind of repositioned itself to, to try and compete with Tesla. And they seem to be, you know, kind of modeling themselves after Tesla. You know, they're going to have this plant in North Las Vegas. Tesla has uh, is building the Gigafactory in, uh, in Reno, Nevada, which will wind up costing them and its partners around $5 billion. And, I said, you know, we'll see, you know, a concept car at CES next month that Faraday is going to have out in production in 2017. So, you know, that's probably going to be the big thing that people are talking about in the vehicle space is, is the relationship and the competition between Tesla and Faraday and whether Faraday is a flash in the pan or is actually a legitimate competitor to Tesla. What else are you working on right now? I think it's it's that end-of-year time where you might be uh, putting together a list for us. So, yeah, so next week I'm going to have a big prediction list on what I think is going to happen in 2016. And, you know, just to give your listeners a little bit of a treat right now, um, right before the holidays, I'm going to give them, you know, one of the predictions that I have. And I think that, you know, Yahoo really is not going to be, you know, um, its own company by the end of next year. I think it does get bought. And I think it's probably going to get bought by AT&T. And the reason I say that is AT&T kind of hinted that they're going to have their own version of, you know, like a Netflix or a Sling TV or kind of like their own direct to consumer streaming service, and I think that Yahoo's 
ad technology, especially something like a bright roll, which Yahoo went out and bought uh, for about $500 million, can really help with that, you know, putting ads into that service. And, you know, once they do separate the business between uh, the Alibaba stake and the core business and, and Yahoo Japan, I could see AT&T plunking down a few billion dollars to compete with Verizon, which just went out and bought AOL about six months ago, um, you know, for a similar uh, similar price. So I think that AT&T does buy Yahoo uh, in 2016. You mentioned that Verizon bought AOL. Uh, does anyone use Verizon seriously as an Internet portal? Has there been any stickiness to that, that acquisition? Is there anything that we should be paying attention to? Because it's just off my radar. They've come out with this new product called Go90, which is geared towards millennials. And okay. that's, you know, it, it has some channels that you would get, you know, like a basic cable bundle. But it, there's no Verizon branding on it. It's all geared, all the commercials and everything. There's there's nothing that associates it with uh, Verizon, and they're using AOL's technology and technology to actually put ads into it. So, I mean, you know, they've talked about it and they say it's working well, but of course they don't give any specific numbers, and that's probably because the numbers are too small to get right now. But you know, it seems like there is some traction there, and considering you know, Verizon is this humongous telecom giant. You know, buying AOL for you know a little over four billion dollars, and then getting the ad tech, and then and then what have you with uh, with the AOL and web pro the crunch and web properties like that. You know, that's just kind of gravy for them, and it's just you know, it's you know little experiments, and Verizon can afford to do that given the the company's balance sheet. Thanks very much. It's Chris Siaccio. You can find him online at thestreet.com. He is the tech editor for the Street. Dot com. Next week, he will have a list of predictions tied towards tech, and uh, maybe some tech stocks are, could be implied in there when you say that Yahoo goes away. A big question that comes to my mind is, should you buy Yahoo? And if you take a look at the company and what, what could be spun off and what couldn't can't be spun off, um, there's not a lot of value when you strip out Alibaba, um, at least not yet. Now, could they get you know, Verizon into a bidding war with AT&T to help unlock some of that value of the Internet portal. Uh, potentially, Yahoo's considering a plan to spin off its core business. It might be tempting to pile into the shares of the company. Um, and I get it. <clears throat> you know, the payoff is probably going to be sometimes in the next 12 to 18 months. Uh, maybe it's something you look at if there's big weakness in Alibaba. Um, but again, it's more of an Alibaba play than it is a how much valuation can they get for their uh, standalone business. So you want to watch their net income, you want to watch their return on capital, you want to watch their return on equity. They've all been falling precipitously over the past three years, and analysts expect just a 3.4% long term. So spinoff, not exactly guaranteed, if you know what I'm saying. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we could talk about. Hopefully, uh, you're having a good holiday season and maybe getting a little holiday shopping done this weekend. Uh, Netflix is one of those companies that, you know, a lot of people are sharing passwords. It's pretty well known and out there. Um, when will Netflix start to care about that? Netflix will probably start to care about that when their growth of subscribers starts to go sideways. Uh, 
Netflix is an interesting company. We don't really know how successful their shows are because they don't tell us. It's just, hey, we House of Cards, but how many people watch House of Cards? Well, I know a couple people, but how many real people? How many, like, what are the numbers? I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money, investing, and more. We'll take a break here. We'll be right back. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.